We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Manny Diaz Show. Joseph Yankee, Don Bailey Jr., University of Miami head coach, Manny Diaz. It is Florida State Week, Canes and Knowles at 3.30 at Doe Campbell Stadium, which I want to jump into. But... Uh, I thought you said something really important to end our last segment, which was you're going to continue to push the envelope on fourth down, and that's really sending a message to your entire team about uh, your commitment to be on the edge here and, and you know, people like to say play to win, but more so of giving confidence to your team. Yeah, we are, we are going to play to win, yeah. and we do want our team to feel that we trust them. Um, you know, we're, we're big into a lot of the analytics and, and what they suggest, and, you know, if you look at a, a, a game – through a baseball context, you know, every time you punt the football, there, there are only so many innings. Our innings are our possessions. And every time you punt, you just end an inning. You choose to end an inning. And if you can convert a fourth down, you keep an opportunity to score. You can only score when you have the football. Um, and college teams last, or college teams over the last decade or whatnot usually convert fourth and one at about a 75% clip. You know, so that's why to, to go for 0 for 2, you know, we were, we were under the odds. Right, so we have to make sure we're performing with the odds. And like, as I mentioned, we were excellent in those situations uh, before yesterday, and we have to get back at doing that. I like it. Coach, one thing about Miami, Florida State Week, a lot of the time you don't have to worry about anybody being hyped up for the game or being excited for the game. But at the same time, probably your biggest challenge is to make sure you're not overflowing with excitement and that you understand that each day of the week, the better, prep, the better prepared team is going to win this ball game. It's not the team that goes out and loses their mind in the first series. Yeah, there will be a, both teams will be highly emotional. Um, this game will mean a lot to Florida State. It will mean a lot to our players. Um, usually once that settles in, now it's going to come down to the execution um, and who can sustain their focus for longer through that time. There's going to be highs and lows. The lows for us are going to feel really low because their crowd is going to be really into it. And quite honestly, it, we're probably going to an atmosphere not similar to what we've been in for a while. We haven't really been in a, a road atmosphere similar to what you get up at Doak Campbell Stadium. So um, it'll be an experience for Tyler. I mean, Pitt was pretty good. They were, they were pretty rowdy up at Pitt. This will be different, you know, and, and um, our guys got to hold their nerve and we got to be ready to play the next play. It's their last home game and they've shown a pretty good taste for battle this year. They've been playing with pretty good effort. So I would imagine you are going to get their best effort of the year. We expect that. And quite honest, we would expect that anytime we play Miami, Florida State, and they should expect the same from us. You know, and I, I think our kids will will, will really bring it. Uh, we have a lot of pride um, in our performance when we play Florida State. Um, and look, we've played five games in the ACC. Five have been <laughs> 60-minute battles. It'd be crazy to suspect that this will be anything different. Um, and so it's not about, as you mentioned, 
you know, we always want to hit first. I mean, that's kind of one of, one of our, you know, battle cries. I think we've started fast over the last three games, and that matters. Um, but it's 15 rounds, and, and you got to be as strong in round 15 as you were in round one. Coach, they did a good job in the portal themselves this offseason. They've almost reinvented their defense, uh, increased some size. They've got uh, number 11 on the outside. Uh, Johnson Kidd, I believe, is his last name. But they're, they, have, they have upped the talent level and are playing quite well on that side. They are, and they've gotten better as the year's gone on. They, um, you, you mentioned it. I mean, they're not in the same defense we played a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, a couple of guys up front. Keir Thomas is another one. They're highly disruptive up front now. TFL sack numbers. Um, they're going to challenge everything in their secondary. You know, and they've got a couple of transfers in the secondary that are playing for them. So I think their confidence has grown as, as they play. And it's funny, you know, we've, we've played now, it seems like three or four teams in our league who have either beaten Clemson or played Clemson really tough, you know, and they had Clemson really up against the ropes in Death Valley a few weeks ago. So, you know, everyone we play is taking confidence on how they've played against Clemson. Um, and I think they're no different with that. Uh, they didn't have their quarterback against NC State, you know, and he'll be back for this game. So... We'll, we'll get the best version of FSU on Saturday. And I'll bring my nitroglycerin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, right, this, this uh, was a great rivalry. It always seemed to come down to who could run the ball for a few more yards. And usually the rushing numbers were like 199. You were fighting for every, every inch. And now we're in the spread era. But you look at this game, what they seem to do best is run the ball. So I would imagine running – who, who wins that running battle becomes a big key in this game. It always is, and, and, and they're, they are running the ball really well. And, and when Travis plays, which he will this game, you know, he gives them another element. And a lot of his runs are that go in the stat sheet. It might be third and ten. They call the drop back pass and no one's open. He runs for 12. Right. You know, so um, his legs change them when he plays. Um, but there's no question that, other than him, that their backs are the stars of their offense, you know, and, and they're really making it go. I think they've got three running back. They have three running backs that have a touchdown this year of over 75 yards or something crazy like that. So they, they can create explosion uh, with their backs. So it, it is going to be a nonstop, don't get tired of, of fitting up the run type day. Coach, everybody wants to talk the offense and defense, Miami, Florida State, but it always seems for many years, Joe, you've yeah, lived through these teams. more than all of us, the special teams is, is the one that can really make or break it, whether it's return, a missed field goal, a made, a made field goal. It's just a big part of, t- of the game as well. Yeah, normally in a game like this, there's going to be five or six plays that are going, that are going to determine it. Um, it could be turnovers. Certainly it could be a game in specials, a, t- a play in specials, you know, whether it can be a long return, um, a made, made kick, a missed kick, uh, whatever it is. So um, obviously we're confident in the guys that we have, but we're going to have to really be on point because it's going to be one of those afternoons where everything's going to matter. How about where your team is emotionally? We're late in the season. We go out to practice every now and then here you know, on Tuesday and Wednesday. You look at your team, and it looks like they're playing with a lot of joy in practice, like they really enjoy playing football no matter the circumstances. I, I, we had a couple of coaches when we walked off the field this past week that came up and made that same observation. We, we have a team right now that enjoys practicing. Um, some of that is, is that youthful, just, you know, feelings that we have to the team, whatever it is. But, but our guys enjoy each other. Uh, they enjoy playing the game. They enjoy working. They enjoy the, the, the hard parts of practice. They're, they're, they're enjoying it. It's not, it's not been um, sometimes when you get to November, it's a strain to get guys to want to continue to work and continue to practice and push through. And, um, these guys go out there and they handle their business. So it, it, that makes it a lot of fun as a coach because now you can really just coach 
the, the, the details of football. You're not trying to motivate them and, and get them excited to want to go. So that's been fun. Something else I noticed, man, is they stand up for each other. I mean, these on both sides of the football, each position group, I mean, if, if somebody gets pushed, somebody's going to push back. Yeah, well, I think you saw it when um, <laughs> you saw the sideline's reaction to Avante's interception. I mean, yeah. the, the team, look, it's been a strange year. The team's gotten closer as the year's gone on, mm-hmm. right? Um, part of that, we just had attrition, but but I, I think as the team's identity, I, you can make the same argument about Florida State's team. I, I would imagine the same thing's true there. But for us, for sure, the longer we've gone, I think the closer our guys have gotten, um, and that's helping us here down the stretch. Uh, Zach McLeod and DeAndre Johnson, you're kind of your bookends. I think in the last two games, Zach has three sacks and DeAndre has two. The numbers might be off by one or two, but nonetheless, their presence is being felt. Uh, maybe we can discuss a little bit how strong they are coming on and what kind of impact you need from them on Saturday. Yeah, they, they are getting better. And DeAndre, you know, earlier it was just he was getting the pressures. You know, now he's getting he's getting the sacks. And Zach, same thing. I think Zach's just getting confidence of playing defensive end. Um, what they both have is they both got enough, you know, athleticism and twitch to to make it tough on tackles to, to block them. DeAndre had a couple of great rushes in the game um, on Saturday, and we're going to need it because, like I mentioned, you know, Travis, they is he's a hard guy to put down. Yeah. You know, so uh, putting pressure on the quarterback when they do decide to throw the ball is going to be paramount for us. Coach, I'll stay on the defensive line. Leonard Taylor is seven tackles for loss, which is a big number. I mean, he's I think he's tied for first in that category <laughs> on your defense. And Chance Williams seems to always be around the football, making some plays too. But both of those young guys are going to have a big opportunity Saturday. They are. They're both getting better. Um, and as you mentioned, LT does seem to find his way in the backfield every now and then. He's, he's, he's just done a, gut, a good job of just going. Um, you know, we get in some of our movement mode type stuff. We felt like we'd have an advantage on Georgia Tech's offensive line, and, and um, um, those guys were making things happen. They made some big plays in the fourth quarter, um, but as you know, anytime we can get someone behind the chains, I mean, that's going to get us into third and long, which we love on defense. Uh, uh, Wayne Steed's your leading tackler. I know Bubba was not playing, uh, but Steed's around the ball, like Don mentioned, the other guy's being around the ball. Is that because he's getting better now? He's healthy, he's been here for a, a long time, is he seeing the game better? What, what, why is his game looks like it's being elevated here? It, it is. I think Wayman's is playing really well. Yeah. Um, Wayman's a good player. He, uh, he's been through a lot. Um, you know, he's been in a battle with Keontre Smith, you know, back and forth. And, but when teams want to run the football, Wayman instinctively is as good of a guy as we've had here since Pickney, you know, at that will linebacker position. And, and that's not taking anything away from, from Keontre. So Wayman was physical. I mean, he was in the right spot. Um, you know, like I, I mentioned the crazy stat. They ran for 135. They had four runs that totaled 136 yards. They had 28 runs that totaled minus one. <laughs> so the front, and when I, when I consider the front, including the linebackers, now there may have been a couple of mistakes that let those ones out. Those are the where we got to get more consistent. Those other 28 plays, somebody's whipping somebody. And it's not, it's not just one guy on the defensive line. That's counting the linebackers as well. So, um, those guys are getting better, and I, I, I am proud of Wayman for all he's endured um, to, to persevere through. And right now, he's playing at a very good level for us, very high level for us. Coach, let's go back to the offense real quick. Restrepo and Harley, I want to talk about how they performed, especially the last couple of weeks. You look at Harley's numbers, and he's on pace to have a better year this year than last year. And Rambo's got all those catches, and other balls have been spread around. But the efficiency of the offense is really starting to pick up. It really is. And I'm, I'm proud of Mike Harley because. Um, you know, 
this is his last year and, and, and he's provided such leadership and as an older guy he's still been phenomenal he's phenomenal when when x is in there he sees rambo making his catches but he's still contributing to our winning mm -hmm. every week you know and he's making his plays and, and, and it's just you know that's he he's he's been what you want a senior to be and 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 again he's still racking up his cat, catch count i mean he's got a chance to get some records here coming down the stretch and and um he'd be worthy of getting it if he got it uh last question for you in this segment um miami florida state you've been on both sides can you summarize what it means to you and then what you're looking forward to the most going through this week into game time i just love everything about it i mean this, this game is it, it's a it was a holiday for me growing up down here and and um, you always knew when the schedule came out you just you went up and down the list and you looked to see where florida state was and when you're on that side you do the same thing with miami you just do and um love everything about it love when we get up there the the trip where we stay the bus ride to the stadium you know what i mean you just get out there it's just a you know it's just a phenomenal environment you know what i mean and i i think both programs have always had a lot of respect for one another because they both kind of emerged at the same time and both had to sort of live with the arrogance of the gators you know and so i think there was sort of a shared uh feeling in that um it's been some unbelievable back and forth been a streaky series yep. right and yep. uh we got the street going our way, and it, it, it means a lot to us to protect it. 66th rendition of Miami and Florida State on Saturday at 3.30. We'll continue on the Manny Diaz Show right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.